You're listening to Detroit Today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. Poor and homeless Americans face a significant cut to programs that help them with housing and other basic needs. The Trump administration is proposing a $7 billion cut to the Department of Housing and Urban Development. That's about 14% of the department's total budget. Programs and organizations that get their funding through HUD already feel pretty vulnerable and are already frustrated by how frugally the department operates when it comes to funding their projects and proposals. That's the backdrop as news broke this week that HUD has agreed to spend $165,000 on, quote, lounge furniture, for its Washington headquarters. Additionally, HUD Secretary Ben Carson purchased a $31,000 dining set for his office. The spending budget for office updates was was $5,000. It took an internal whistleblower in the department to call attention to this lavish spending. What does that say about Carson's priorities and his ability to lead the department? And what does it tell us about the disconnect between people who desperately need government assistance and the people who we trust to provide that assistance. Joining us now to talk more about Ben Carson is someone who knows an awful lot about him. Liz Ryan Murray is the project director for Carson Watch, which is a website that's dedicated to tracking every move of Housing and Urban Development Secretary Ben Carson. Liz, welcome to Detroit Today. Hi, thanks for having me, Stephen. Yeah, so uh, I love I love the idea of this website. I love what you guys are doing. Tell me how how you got the idea to do this. It's a little unusual to you know uh, uh, department secretaries in Washington aren't usually uh, the sole focus of websites. Right. Well, the Carson Watch is a, is a project, and we came together because housing is critical. Um, without stable housing, it is almost impossible to succeed. Your housing situation impacts your kids' education, your health, your ability to work. Mm-hmm. And nationally, we are in and have been in a housing crisis. So when the five groups that came together and formed Carson Watch are groups that have been working on affordable housing and, and um, on gentrification and on civil rights and fair housing for decades. And when they saw what the Trump administration was doing and thinking and proposing about housing, including putting a pediatric surgeon with no housing experience, mm-hmm. no community development experience, and really no government experience in charge of our federal response to housing, we knew we had we had to pay attention. Yeah. We had to be right in the front of it. And, and talk about the things... Uh, that have caught your attention uh, that that Carson has done. I mean, as you point out, this is somebody who had no experience uh, in in government before. Certainly had no experience in housing policy or or uh, government f- w- uh, that relates to housing. Uh, what are the things that you've seen him do that have really that have really stood out? Right, I, and he's also you know even before he came in and since he's been in. He said things about his job and about the people he's supposed to serve that are also concerning, um, to say the least. I think, in, especially when we look at what's happening now with them, with this incredibly lavish spending on on their building, yeah. on his private office, this is a guy who has said public housing, housing for the homeless, really shouldn't be too comfortable. Right. We don't want people to be too comfortable. Right. Um, talking about the people he's serving, he's said that poverty is really a state of mind. Um, to, you put that kind of an attitude, 
connected with the kinds of actions he's taking, real problems. The other things that are more concrete that he's been doing that's, that have been really a, worrisome, for one, he tried to stop a program called, a kind of a complicated name, it's the Small Area Fair Market Rent Rule. Mm-hmm. All that really means is allowing people to use their vouchers in more neighborhoods, their housing choice vouchers. Tried to stop that. There was a rule put in under the Obama administration that finally gave some teeth to the Fair Housing Act, 50-year-old Fair Housing Act, called the Affirmatively Furthering Fair Housing, which says cities and counties need to actually work to dismantle the structures of segregation that are built into their communities. He's put that on hold. He's indefinitely suspended it. And And then on top of that is all of these these proposed budget cuts um, from last year and this year that Secretary Carson is cheerleading for the president. Mm -hmm. That would be devastating. And and, uh, so Ben Carson says this week... He didn't really know about this, uh, that that maybe he approved it uh, at, at some point, but he doesn't he doesn't recall having having ordered that. What do you what do you say to that that kind of response to this news? I think he needs to be paying attention to what's happening inside his office and even more important, what's happening with the impacts of what he's doing in his office. So he should know what's happening, what's being purchased and how his department is being run. And he needs to understand the impacts that that's having externally. Yeah. Um, the, in terms of the impact of the things mm-hmm. that he's doing uh, in Washington, uh, there, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of uh, people in places like Detroit, of course, who really depend on, on housing and housing policy uh, to, to, to just keep roofs uh, over their heads. Give us, a, right. give us a sense of where we are uh, in America, you 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 use the word crisis. Uh, put put some sort of uh, more specific uh, detail around what you mean by that crisis. Absolutely. We're right now. There are over 12 million people who are homeless or pay more than half of their income on rent. Wow. Um, rents have been outstripping income for years, and it just keeps accelerating. And right now, three out of four people who actually qualify for housing assistance from HUD or from their local housing authorities can't get it because budgets have been cut repeatedly, repeatedly. It's not keeping up with the crisis. So there, for every one person who's able to get some help, there are three people who have qualified for it and can't. Mm-hmm. There's virtually nowhere in the country where you can rent a one-bedroom apartment on a full-time minimum wage salary. And if you've got kids or family living with you and you need a two-bedroom, there literally isn't a county in the entire country where you can afford that. As I say, rents have been outpacing wages for years, and it's getting worse. That's just a straight-up affordability issue. There's all kinds of other issues that get into land use and what happens with corporations that are coming in and buying up after the foreclosure crisis. And, and this is certainly happening in Detroit, uh-huh. buying up single-family homes turning them into rental and then not protecting the tenants, not protecting the former homeowners, the folks who are there, kicking them out to make more money. You've also got um, issues where you can't, it's, it's not, it's, there's lead abatement issues that aren't being helped. There's segregation issues that HUD is in charge of, of taking care of. There's basic civil rights issues that HUD is in charge of enforcing. There's just so much that needs to be done. It's not getting addressed. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, this is Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson. My guest is Liz Ryan Murray. She's the project director for Carson Watch, which is a website dedicated to tracking every move of Housing and Urban Development Secretary Ben Carson. Uh, they are focused this week, as many other people are, on the furniture budget. Uh, that Ben Carson uh, put into place for his office, $31,000 for a dining set in his office. Uh, This is sort of unfolding as they are cutting billions from the Department of Housing and Urban Development, about 14% of the department's total budget uh, at risk. Is this a sign of the kind of hypocrisy that people accuse the Trump administration of? Is Ben Carson sort of an example of the untested uh, and unproven uh, authority that uh, Donald Trump has sort of surrounded himself with. This is, is this kind of the kind of rookie mistake uh, that you see when you hire people who have no experience in the areas they have been asked to serve. Uh, if you want to join the conversation, uh, tell, tell us what you think about uh, Ben Carson's dining set, about uh, the people who are leading departments in Washington these days. Give us a call, 313-577-1019. That's 313-577-1019. Uh, you can also go to the WDET Facebook page, put your comments there, or you can go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today. We'll work you into the conversation. Uh, Maurice, Maurice, uh, welcome to Detroit Today. Thanks, Stephen, uh, and and thanks, Liz. Uh, it is really a pleasure to have you have you on, and I appreciate you using the word crisis to talk about our national housing scene. And I think probably nowhere in the country understands that more than Detroit. My question is about how folks on the local level, like here in Detroit, can get involved either through Carson Watch or through advocacy. Um, directed at HUD when we're frustrated about these kind of things. Um, since it's, you know, a D.C. agency, it's sometimes hard to figure out what impact we can have on the on the local level. So I'm curious if you have thoughts about that. And I'll take my answer uh, off the air. Thanks. Yeah. Great question, Maurice. Uh, thanks for the call. Uh, Liz, go ahead and, uh, and uh, answer what he's asking there. Sure. That's a great question. It's two parts. First, it does seem like what's happening in Washington, how does that impact us? Um, but I'll tell you, Detroit has a, has a Section 8 waiting list that's a way to help you get help with your housing. It has The waiting list itself hasn't even been open for three years. It absolutely impacts what's happening on the ground. And the very best way people can get involved is by getting connected with a local community organizing or group that's doing advocacy on housing issues that are local to Detroit, local to the area. Um, we can You can absolutely follow... Carson Watts on Twitter and Facebook and on our on our website and see what's going on. But the very best thing you can do is get involved locally in the folks who are on the ground working to change the structures and the systems that are happening in your in your neighborhood. And and uh, who would that be in most communities? The people who work on uh, on housing issues from a policy perspective. There's there's a bunch, and I apologize, I don't have in front of me a list for Detroit right uh-huh, now. Uh-huh. Um, I will get that to you, and you okay. guys can put it up on your Facebook page. I was going to say, we can page. put it up on our Facebook page, and then uh, I absolutely will. There. But there are groups from um, that are part of the Right to the City Network and the Homes for All Network. There are groups that are part of the Center for Popular Democracy. There are groups that, uh, like 
acre uh, that are doing uh, great research on, on issues that you can get involved with that are absolutely working on these issues and really want and need folks to get involved in their own in their own lives, homes, and communities. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks very much again, Maurice, for the call and the question. Let's go to Tom in northwest Detroit. Tom, welcome to Detroit. Today. Yeah, good morning to both of you. I mean, $31,000 for some plates and, and silverware. I mean, come on, let's get real. I and mean, he's talking about possibly cutting, you know, aid to people who really need it. Because, you know, my thing is this. I think most of those people some, uh, you know, who are on aid, if if they didn't need to be there, they wouldn't be there, okay? Yeah. But, I mean, this is just absolutely, you know, reprehensible. I mean, what was wrong with the old stuff? <laughs> great what, question, They Tom. didn't wash it or something? <laughs> that's, great. that's a great question. Tom, thanks for the okay. call. Uh, Liz, I, I, I want to ask whether you feel uh, or if you maybe hear from people who feel as though uh, Ben Carson being singled out here. Right, that that right. Uh, wasteful spending in Washington is certainly nothing new. Uh, I bet if we looked uh, all over the cabinet right now, um, you know, you, you'd see all kinds of things that don't make a lot of sense. Uh, is it fair to to make Ben the the the, the focus of uh, of this kind of scrutiny? Well, I think I think the key to what you just said is if you look around the cabinet, right? The, ben Carson came into this job saying, you know, the problem was not that there wasn't enough money to house people. The problem was that there was all this waste and abuse. Um, that's, a, that's a tired old story about the actual frontline people who are trying to get their work done in government. The fraud mm-hmm. and abuse is coming from the top. Um, there were, you know, the, the, where this story came from was a frontline employee who said, no, you can't do this. This is against the rules and, and it's wrong. And so they demoted her. Mm-hmm. That's what, she's, what, the, what she filed. This isn't about, you know, the, the everyday people trying desperately to do a good job to help people. This is people like Ben Carson who think they're, the rules don't apply to them and that waste, fraud, and abuse is only something that applies to someone beneath him. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Liz Ryan Murray, Project Director for Carson Watch, a website dedicated to tracking the moves of Housing and Urban Development Secretary Ben Carson. Thanks very much for being with us on Detroit Today. Thanks so much for having me. Have a great day. You too. Up next, how would health and nutrition be affected if food stamps were replaced by government-provided boxes of shelf-stable food? Native American communities can already tell you how that looks, and the health outcomes are not great. We're going to talk about it next. Stay with us on Detroit Today. 